Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Around the House with Scott Brokamp. Well, you know what? I kind of warned you last week. We've got a little something different for you this week. Uh, You know, we usually talk about home improvements and and great things around the house, but uh, also what's going on in our community. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm sitting out here at the softball field at CAK this morning. And, well, it's actually pretty nice right now. It's not crazy humid, but uh, we have Camp Kiki happening today. Kiki Malloy, the first ever Camp Kiki right here at CAK, and we have the privilege to be out here and be a part of it, so I'm grateful to be here. Um, Thank you all for joining us this morning. I've got a great lineup of guests. We have uh, Lady Vol Boost Her Club. We're going to have have Mr. Brian Rice, the voice of of the Lady Vols is going to be joining us at the 8 o'clock hour, Uh, and Kiki herself, and uh, well, there may be a couple other little surprise guests in there, so you won't want to miss it this morning. Stay tuned with us for sure. Um, You know, there's so much going on, as always, here in Knoxville, but this is the last weekend of Where's Waldo Scavenger Hunt in downtown Knoxville. Drop in any of the 40 participating stores downtown and search for Waldo. You might win a prize. And while you're downtown, you can visit the Market Square Farmer's Market between 9 and 1 for farm fresh produce and locally handcrafted items. Of course, you can catch the Tennessee Smokies in action against the Rocket City Trash Pandas tonight at 7 at Smokey Stadium. And be sure to stay for the fireworks show after the game. For more details and tickets and to learn more about what's going on around town, visit Knoxville.com. Go to visitknoxville.com. So uh, Camp Kiki, Lady Vol Booster Club event right here at, uh, again, CAK. Uh, our Lady Vol Booster Club, I'm, I'm so proud to say that his security and technology is a corporate sponsor, and I'm always proud to be a part and help and do anything I can for this amazing organization. Um, I, I'm just, I just cannot speak highly enough of the Lady Vol Booster Club. So um, ticket sales were so amazing for this event, we had to do two. Um, so anyway, I, here to start us off about Lady Vol Booster Club is uh, Miss Danielle Bard. Baird? Baird. Baird, sorry. Baird. I can't it's even okay. speak this morning. I'm a little worn out already. Um, Danielle, hey, Danielle, what's... What is your actual position now with the Lady Vol Booster Her Club? I am the director of operations Great. and marketing. All right. Well, you you should have been here about an hour ago because I've know. been working. No, I know. Kidding. Been working out in this heat. So, t- tell us what's what is this all about? What's Camp Kiki and and why are we here and why is this important? Well, Camp Kiki is pretty much a fundraiser for the NIL Club or you know our Lady Vol Booster Her Club. And Kiki actually brought the idea to us and wanting to get her teammates involved. Um, you know, Kiki's kind of the tag. Everybody wants to meet Kiki. Um, but she personally wanted to bring, you know, the other athletes into it and do a Lady Vol softball camp. So we just took the idea and let it blossom from there. Um, so today, you know, we're going to have about 350 kids in two different sessions. And, you know, other than the heat, you know, we have we, – we have a really great day. The facilities here at CAK are great. They really are. Um, it's absolutely beautiful. The, the field is beautiful. No dirt, all turf, 
Um, I'm super excited about that. Um, I'm sure the parents are going to be excited too. Their kids aren't going to be, you know, extremely dirty when they go home. But um, well, you know, you got to have a little bit of dirt. It's softball. Exactly, Come on. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, rub, get hurt, rub some dirt on it. I don't know what we're going to do today, but first aid kids. Well, you know, and and we we had I, I was able to take part in an amazing opportunity we had earlier in this year um, for the CBFO softball league where we kind of introduced these softball camp ideas, and we had it at Sherry Parker Lee. Yes, great. And great it, place. It was an amazing event, and the student-athletes absolutely loved it. They had such a blast, and, and I know that our coaches and, and teams from CBFO just thought it was amazing. And so I, I, I know, you know, Kiki had mentioned how awesome that camp was. Yes, and yes. So, and we kind of piggybacked off of that and that idea, and we saw how great that was and great for our girls to, to get out and, you know, kind of get their name out there um, and to be able to um, do it through NIL, you know, that they're able to – we're able to do things like that through NIL now where we weren't able to do that before. Um, so we're just able to capitalize on being able to use the athletes and get them a start, get them a jump start, and, um, you know – the end of the day it's it's what we can do for the girls it's how we can help mm-hmm. them but they also need to be able to help them, themselves sure um so just being able to use them and they're great girls all these softball girls are great willing to do anything that we need um you know they're always on time actually they're always about 15 minutes early um and you know they, unlike some other people that well we exactly exactly um you know some things <laughs> never change but um you know, they're able to come out here and, and show us what they have and mm. what they have to offer, not only softball, but being able to show these girls what it's like being these Lady Ball right. athletes and to be a to be mentors to these kids. You know, yeah. I remember when I was a kid and, and looking up to all these basketball players and softball players and, you know, it's as parents to bring it out and see the Lady Ball softball team, you know, that's goals for your kids. Mm-hmm. You want them to be able to see that and be a part of it. So, yeah. you know, that is a huge goal in, in what we're able to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. And in, in being a, a softball dad, mm-hmm. uh, I, girl dad, you know, I, I know just what it means to be a part of, well, actually, that softball community. Yes. Um, since since our family became a part of it, I'm just going to tell you, it's 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 something I've never experienced in the camaraderie between yes. the girls in, in it's this a family. Sport. It's a it large is. family. You yeah, know, and, and, and that's what that's what the girls are like. You know, the softball girls, the you know, Lady Vols softball players, they they're family, mm. and you know, they represent them themselves well. Yes, um, there's not one girl that I don't like working with. I love every one of them, and I've been on with this a short time. I've only been working for a month and a half. Um, this was a a big step for me and a, and a huge goal in life to be able to work with these athletes and. They're absolutely amazing. They blow my mind. Yeah, yeah, they are. All right, well, we are going to take a short break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to speak with Terry Holder, the Presidente, founder of Lady Vol Boost Her Club, and we're going to let her talk just a little bit about, uh, well, her passion, and I'm going to tell you, it is amazing. I love her and uh, love her passion. So stay tuned with us right here on Around the House with Scott Brokamp on News Talk 98.7 WOKI.
Well, welcome back to Around the House. As I promised, I'm just going to tell you what. I I love the fact that I can say that Terry Holder is a dear, dear friend to me. Uh, An absolutely amazing woman. Uh, I met Terry. I don't even know when we met. Uh, we, oh wow! It, it, it's it's been a little while, and uh, I sat down with Terry Holder and asked her. I'm like, "What is this Lady Vol Boost Her Club that I keep hearing about?" And uh, and Terry shared with me how it came about and her passion. So Terry, tell our listeners what what is the Lady Vol Boost Her Club? Well, basically, Scott, the Lady Vol Boost Her Club is an NIL club. And, uh, and that's a name, image, and likeness. And um, so what that does, that gives all of our Lady Vol student athletes an opportunity to capitalize on their image and, uh, and be able to make some money during their collegiate career. Um, you know, a lot of athletes that came before, I'm sure, are kind of scratching their heads like, where was this back when the Peyton Mannings and the Candace Parkers were here? Uh, but uh, it was I, just done a little differently back it, then. It, it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, you know, basically, um, I owned Orange Mountain Designs for 16 years. Still partially a little bit into into Orange Mountain, but uh, you know, um, Jeff Goodfriend, who owns Alumni Hall, came to me and approached me about uh, partnering up, getting it in Knoxville, getting it closer to campus, and it was just an opportunity that I couldn't pass up. Yeah. And um, it's kind of just a, the way my career has gone. Uh, worked at UPS 27 years, uh, kind of had to battle a little cancer. That door got closed, started Orange Mountain Designs. We sell only Lady Vol gear. We have done that. We started that with Pat Summit mm. in 2007. And so that was a passion of mine to keep that logo strong, even through that little era there when we had a, an athletic director that didn't think the Lady Vol logo should be there. Uh, we kept fighting for that and fighting for that and fighting for our Lady Vols. And so now... When the opportunity of the NIL came out and you started seeing all the stuff happening with the young men, mm-hmm. and uh, which kudos to them. You know, yep. our athletes, our male athletes deserve it. But it's like, okay, what are our women going to get? And um, and so we decided just to dive head first at the time. So uh, moved the store to Knoxville, and I started dedicating all my time to uh, the Lady Vol Boost Her Club. And uh, so what we do, we do events just like we're doing today. You know, the Camp Kiki. I mean, we're going to have between 340 and 350 kids here today. Yeah. And it's going to be phenomenal. We've got 12 of our Lady Vols softball athletes going to be here. And so they're giving up their whole Saturday. Yeah. And not just giving up their Saturday. They're going to be here from 8 a.m. probably till 6, 6.30 tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, well, and this is their, I mean, this is their summer. This is their, right. you know. Yeah, this is their time yeah. off too. So right. yeah, so your kids today are probably you know I mean they're going to come by and play some, but you know this is it isn't like our girls just um, are not doing something to make the money and to do uh, the right thing, and they come over here and they represent even though it is an nil activity. These young ladies still represent themselves as the Tennessee Lady Vols. Absolutely, everything is done you know by compliance. We go everything that we do. Uh, I know people can't see us on the radio, but just, you know, you and I and the volunteers we've got here this morning yeah. that are already here, you know, helping us. Yeah. Uh, Ken Green's here, former Lady Vol. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kingston Harris is here, a former fo- UT football player. Yeah. And just, you know, a host of people that are here already at this morning to make this an amazing event to represent the University of Tennessee. Yeah. So I take this to heart, um, mm-hmm. you know, that I want everything to be done very professional and that when the kids come out here today, you know, yes, it's going to be hot, but, you know, we've already got, you know, 700 bottles of water, you know, 600 bottles of water. I mean, we've went out of our way to make sure 
you know, you last night were still doing stuff. Danielle is still over there last night at Sam's getting more. You know, we called the nutritionist at the Lady Vols. Okay, what's the smartest thing today? Right. You know, it's not always about just salt. Oh, it's water, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we went and got the right, you know, can, uh, bars today to have for the kids and the different snacks. Um, so I'm excited. And, and uh, Kiki Malloy will be on here later. She's going to explain to you just how important this is mm-hmm. to her and the growth yeah. of, of softball. Oh, I and, and listen, and I mean, you know, you know me, softball dad, and and love it. And I, I mean, I'm my mother is in town from Illinois, and and we were trying to have a little conversation last night. But listen, it's Little League World Series time, right? It is. So it is. I'm watching. I missed the uh, Tennessee North Carolina game, and so I had to replay on because I had to watch it, and uh, it, it just sitting there. But listen, when that game ended. Every single player of both teams joined together in the circle of that ball field, and they huddle up together. Right, right. And, and, and what you know, what I have seen from the softball community is amazing. And what I have seen being a part of the Lady Vol Booster Club is just that. It is, it's people helping people. And it, to me... I mean, it fills my heart, you know, as you and I have talked, your passion, it, it just oozes and, and I love it. And, and, and we kind of connected on that level. And so just thank you for allowing me in, in his security and technology to even just to be a part, to, to try to lend a helping hand. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Well, and you know, Scott, the one thing is, I mean, yes, we had a couple of sponsors that had jumped on board, but it was, you know, Orange Mountain Designs, Alumni Hall. Uh, but you were our first true person to step out and say, you know, I've got two daughters. What can I do to make a difference? Mm. And I think that's where, you know, as Danielle and I continue to grow this, um, that's where it starts at. If you've got daughters, if you've got granddaughters, you know, the thing is we're definitely not trying to annihilate the male, you know, but what we're trying to do, though, is to work with our female athletes at an early age so that they can see the opportunities Mm -hmm. that they can have as a female athlete. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's the thing, like I said, working with Key and Green, working with Jordan Walker, you know, I've worked with Lady Vols that have already graduated that already want to give back. Right. You know, I mean, Ken has already graduated, got a full-time job, and yet every time I call her and just, and she's like, what time? Yeah. I mean, she's always there. And that's what this is about is hopefully we're going to make a difference in a Lady Vols life, just like with Kiki Malloy or Boo Gibson, you know, or Zeta Booney, that if we call them in three years and say, hey, we need you to come back and do something for his technology or Terry Holder or, or whoever any of our sponsors are, they remember mm. what we did to help them. Yeah. And uh, and so that's where, you know, I think that the, it makes me have a passion about it because I see what it does. Mm. Uh, all the text messages this week. Uh, from all the parents, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're so excited. Last night we sent out an email at 8 o'clock like, hey, guys, everybody, please wear shorts. <laughs> please, you know, because we, you know, that's part of making sure we're doing this the right way. Right. Um, yeah. Well, know. it in you know, it, at the end of the day, through all of that, it, it, I, we all so easily, we get caught up in the game. We get caught up in, hey, it's UT, we're Vols, we're, we get caught up in all of that yep. and we totally forget and we totally miss that man these are kids right Look, exactly these these are student athletes right you know and granted yes you can you know you can extend some of those years but still at the end of the day when i look at my daughters and i look at when i feel like they're going to be grown up and and moving on into life look they're still in 
in in daddy parent years right. when they're going to be in college. You know, yes, they're they're young adults and they're making decisions and doing things on their own. But at the end of the day, they're I mean they're baby stepping into yeah. the world of adulthood. Right. And 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 we can so often forget that. And and so to me, I think that's a, a huge part of what you're able to help do as well, right? Because you're I mean you're you're a huge mentor to these girls. You just are. Well, I think that the biggest thing is is that what I would tell anyone out there right now that that's still wavering on the NIL and what they've heard and, oh, it's just pay for play and, oh, these athletes just get all this money. And, you know, the one thing that I can assure you about the Lady Vol Boost Her Club, and this is how I've lived my life, I'm going to tell you about what I've got, what we're doing. What anyone else chooses to do has nothing to do with the University of Tennessee and our Tennessee Lady Vol program. But I can tell you everything we do with our Lady Vol Booster Club is ran through compliance. We have a close relationship with the University of Tennessee and our athletes, all of my athletes, we actually represent nine sports. We have athletes from all nine uh, female sports at UT. And our softball girls, like I said, this is a Saturday. They don't have to be here, but they're choosing to be here. Number one, they love the kids. Kiki Malloy came to me when we were, you know, out in Oklahoma. And it was like, you know, we're going to do something amazing when the season ends. Win or lose out here, we're going to do something amazing for all these kids that come, all the kids that come to Karen's camp. And so when they come and do these events, this is how they get to make money. What so many, I think, outside people don't see, they look at UT athletes and they think, oh, they've got it made. They're on full scholarships. You know, they've got this, they've got that. They're a lady vol, so they've got money. Yeah. And it, it couldn't be further from the mm-hmm. truth. And I think that Ken can really elaborate on that when you, you talk to her after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what little bit of money she did get, she sent back home. Right. Because so many of these parents spent their whole life savings to help their kids mm-hmm. get a D1 scholarship. Right. And, you know, with softball, Coach Weekly has 24 on the team. And we have 11 scholarships. Yeah. That doesn't take a rocket scientist to start breaking that down mm-hmm. and realizing there's a lot of kids on this softball team that don't get but a 20 or 25%, you know, scholarship. And this is where we can step in. So all these girls that are coming out here today, you know, they get to make money today to help pay, you know, and have extra yeah. money for school. It's well, getting ready to start. <laughs> you know, look, I now I, I didn't have a long college career but i did spend a short <laughs> amount of time in college but even when i went to a junior college and and i couldn't hardly afford it and i worked three jobs to make sure that i could pay for books that i could you know pay for what i needed to do i still had to live right and, and when you think of a, of a student athlete i mean all of our student athletes men women it doesn't matter I mean, their days are starting at anywhere from 5 to 6 a.m., and they're going up until exactly. 10, 11 at night. They don't have the opportunity to go out and work. Right. They, they can't go have a part-time job. Right. I mean, so many people, when when our kids go to college, right, we want to, hey, make sure we, we make sure they got a little job, you know, keep them busy, get some extra spending money. These girls don't have that opportunity. And then, as you mentioned, when you have 24 kids on a team and only 11 scholarships, that just simply means right there you've got 13 kids right that are paying for their own way to be here and now they also don't have the ability to do anything to create any income for themselves exactly and so you know look college is supposed to be an amazing experience it just is and so yeah these kids being student athletes they're busy but they still need to be able to enjoy life. Right. So, right. you know, there's, you know, you help giving them a little pocket money, which is awesome. So, all right, Terry, I know that you need to get going, but one last thing I want to ask of you. 
what would you tell our listeners today is why you should join and be a member of the Lady Vol Booster Club? Oh, making a difference. Yeah. Making a difference. You know, Scott, that, that's one thing that I will live by, I guess, until I'm gone, is that Pat Summit said surround yourself with good people. Mm-hmm. You know, and that is what I've done. I have amazing friends. I have people that I trust that things are going to get done. I mean, I'm sitting here talking to you, and I know people can't see this. We've got 10 people over here, you know, helping (laughs) you and I get this ready. That's right. And, uh, you know, knowing the respect factor that these athletes show us. Yeah. You know, our our softball girls especially. I mean, you know, they're supposed to be here at 8.15, and I can assure you they're all going to come rolling in at 8 o'clock. Yeah. In the booster club, what it means to me, the passion of being able to get to know your athletes you know, when you're a member of the Booster Club, you get to come to special events. Uh, you know, you, you get to have some one-on-one interactions that other people don't see. Don't see. Yeah. And uh, so, to me, that's important. But the biggest thing is, is if you're trying to listen about what the Lady Vol Booster Club means, do you want national championships? Do you want national championships or do you want to just be one of your average schools? Mm-hmm. Because if you want national championships, you've got to have the best athletes. And whether any of us like NIL, regardless of what any of us think about any of this stuff, okay, the best athletes are going to be going where they can capitalize on their name, image, image yeah. and likeness. Just like if, if it was back in the day when Candace Parker was choosing a university mm. and she was the number one player in the country, she would have chosen a university that was going to help her get ready for her future. Yeah. And that's what this does. Yeah. Um, you know, like what you just said, these girls start at 6 a.m. every morning and go to 7 or 8 at night. No one has any clue between practices, workouts, and they're a student athlete yeah. above all else. They still got to go to school. <laughs> and what I want these girls to, everyone listening, our girls maintain a 3.2, our female athletes. Wow. And that is because they take, and that is mandatory. And the athletes we work with, we allow for that. You know, we don't sit and say, okay, you got to do this event, this event. We work with our sponsors. We work with our athletes. When can we do this? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you and I and Kiki had to sit down and figure out 30 different dates until we finally said, okay, we're all going to make this date work. <laughs> right. But I would just, you know, tell everyone out there to watch. Watch what we're doing. We're up to over 800 members now. Yeah. And uh, and just like this event today, we're out here at uh, CAK on 529 Academy. Come by. You want to see yeah. what the Lady Vol Booster Club does. This is an open event. We've got Orange Mount Designs here today. Kind of got a mobile store going with Lady Vol gear here. Mm-hmm. But if you want to come see a beautiful campus, you want to come out and see your Lady Vol Booster Club athletes working and see what they do. Because this isn't going to be a walk in the park for them today. No. I mean, they are going to be going full-blown running tough. a camp in yep. the heat. So if everybody wants to really see what we do and what this is all about, hey, come by. Yeah. Catch me, catch Scott, catch Danielle, Ken Green. I mean, and just see what we're really doing and making a difference in Knoxville, making a difference for the University of Tennessee Lady Vols. Man, Terry, you you are making a difference, and, and thank you. So we are going to take a short break, and when we come back, we are going to speak with Key and Green. Stay tuned here on Around the House with Scott Brokamp on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Well, welcome back to Around the House with Scott Brokamp. We are sitting here at the softball field at CAK. It's a beautiful sunrise, and I'm just going to tell you, there is a lot happening out here right now today. 
We are getting ready for Camp Kiki. And, uh, you know, one of the things that that I am very passionate about um, in just in life, and, of course, I bring that to around the house, is that just like your house, my house deals with a lot more than just maintenance and repairs. There's a lot of conversations that happen at my house uh, of being a dad of two beautiful young girls. And a lot of times it's about sporting events. A lot of times it's about what are we doing and what can we do? And and then how can we give back to our community? So I just want uh, our listeners to know this morning, one of the main reasons why we're here today is, is because of that. Because I'm sure just like in your house, our house is dealing with my kids want to go to Camp Kiki. So uh, here we are at Camp Kiki. So <clears throat> I have a... I, I'm just going to have a very, a very dear special guest with us here this morning, Miss Kian Green. How are you, Kian? I'm well. Thanks for having me again. I, I love having you on. You're just so, you're just, you just ooze just, you know, joy, and you always have that pretty smile. Thank and you. I appreciate that. So, you know, Terry kind of alluded to it. You were, uh, your last year of, of basketball, mm-hmm. um, you were able to participate in Lady Vol Booster Club. Yeah. So tell our listeners a little bit about how that affected you and how that worked for you. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. I mean, I got it on the tail end of my career. You know, I guess all of us kind of in my class wish we had another year or two (laughs) to benefit. But, you know, what we got from it was um, awesome. You know, they're still working on, you know, the fine-tuning the different details. But the Lady Vol Booster Club was um so special in terms of just being able to um give opportunities to uh the female student athletes at UT um whether that's you know being able to go to dinner with some friends after practice or um you know go to the mall on the weekends you know stuff like that they're they're just giving us opportunities to be able to live and have that have that college experience well and and, you know and that's important again I, i my my college days were you know very limited i ended up at the junior college but uh i i spent a very short time on a college campus yeah. and and just the environment and just the the things you know everybody was always it was always out going and doing things it was yeah. like school was you know the second part oh, of what exactly, we do exactly exactly and of course being a student athlete it's not that way right it's not that way for you and and for our athletes so um so you were um you were Liberty. Yes. And then you came to University of Tennessee. Yeah. You had, what, one year of eligibility left or two? I had one when I transferred. One yep. when you transferred. Yep. So tell us, what was life like coming to be a Lady Vol? It was awesome. I mean, it was on the it was on the end of, well, I guess not the end. It was in the middle of COVID. Mm. Um, so, you know, we I got sent home from Liberty when – Everything shut down in March and then committed to went in the transfer portal, committed to Tennessee in May and then got to campus in June. So, you know, everybody was still masked up. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of social gatherings on campus and everything. So it wasn't a true Tennessee experience until the next year. Right. But it was still awesome. I mean, you still could feel like. The, the, one of the reasons I came here was the support of women's basketball, and you could have you could feel that COVID or not, you know, right. whether the fans are in the building or not, you felt the love. 
So, I mean, it was an amazing transition. And, you know, there's, I mean, I'm meant to be here. There's there's nowhere else I'd rather be. <laughs> You're right about that. Yeah. You are meant to be here. Yeah. And kind of just like me, right? We, yeah. we never we never really know why we're supposed right. to be where we are, what we're doing. But we do it, and, yep. and, and the good Lord reveals that to us right. eventually. But so, uh, you know, one of the things that I love about you, and, of course, there's a couple of other uh, amazing Lady Vols who have done the same, but – you, you came in, you were a part of the NIL opportunity through mm-hmm. Lady Vol Booster Club, but then you you stayed with Lady Vol Booster Club. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. Why was that important to you? Yeah, for sure. So um, I started my Ph.D. my last year of eligibility playing basketball, and it's most people know it's a three- or four-year degree. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the plan was already to stay in Knoxville to be able to finish that out and, you know, just be diligent about that because I knew if I moved somewhere else, went home or something, you know, it would just get lost in the sauce. So um, in staying to work on my degree, um, you know, there I mean, it made sense to continue to help out Terry and, you know, help out the girls, my, my, te- my former teammates, you know, be able to, to provide opportunities for them, you know meet people to to keep uh growing the booster club you know it all just made sense because that those were the spheres that i was in those are the rooms that i was in you know in to be able to get people to um you know come to the booster club you know find out about it find out what we're doing and why we're doing it so it, it was the, it was a natural next step it so what would you say to listeners today that are wondering like well you know maybe i should look into that maybe i should Look oh, about yeah. being a being a supporter of the booster club. Why, Definitely. Tell them why why should they do that? I mean, it, it we're changing girls' lives. I mean, it, that's point blank. Period. We yeah, are changing lives, um, and it, it's not even financially. Um, all, it's not even all financial. It's the the networks that we're allowing these young women to build with mm. with entrepreneurs in the community, you know, business owners, people that are doing things that maybe these women want to do after their uh, athletic careers. Mm. We're we're allowing them to form these networks to be able to call on them once their career is over, so that you know they can get their their the rest of their life kickstarted. You yeah. know, a lot of people don't have the opportunity to be able to go straight to business owners you know you'll get the runaround with the manager and then their manager but no we're going straight to the owners to the people who make things happen mm. and they're they're the ones having conversations with these girls they're the ones um you know pouring into them well in, in you know and that's a huge point because the majority of of our student athletes when they graduate they're the majority of them, they're not going on their sporting right. their sports career as far as um, I'm not going to say competitive sports is over, but because right. they can get in some competitive leagues, but yeah. on that stage, right? Yeah. That national spotlight, that national, they're not going to take a pro contract somewhere because, unfortunately, as you know, most of our ladies' sports, it's not available. Right. And and if it is available, it doesn't pay anything. Right. So <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> it, it yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so you know, which again kind of brings me full circle back to why I'm so passionate about this yeah. because as a dad of two girls. Now, do I think my girls are going to grow up and be pro athletes? Heck, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. But if they do, I want them to have the opportunity. Exactly. And it all starts with, well, quite frankly, being able to fund the generation that's here. Exactly. Right? It yeah. starts somewhere. Yep. And, and that's where we're at. Yeah. We're starting now. We are. And well, quite frankly, because some amazing people like you uh, who have 
been on the other side of it and then said, hey, you know what, this is this is important. I need to do this. Uh, I, I love the fact that you mentioned that, though, that it's not just about money. Oh, it's no. about connecting in our communities. Yeah. Um, I, I, so many, I think so many people may not understand how passionate that so many of us are and so many of our student athletes are about having opportunities to give back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people miss that. I mean, uh, when a lot of people, when they hear NIL, they just think, oh, we're paying players. You know, if they play good, they get paid. And that's not the case. Right. I mean, at least not here at the University of Tennessee. Right. You know, I can't speak for other universities. But um, it, it's so much more than that. You know, it's it's like you said, it's the opportunities. It's being able to, you know, bridge the gap, make mm. these connections, form these relationships, and maintain these relationships. Yeah. No, I, I mean, absolutely, because, it, uh, again, at the end of the day, it it's about making good relationships, healthy relationships, mentoring. Uh, again, I yeah. mean, I look – I mean, listen – Say we say we want, right? But we're talking kids that are still in, in teenage years. Yeah. Okay. We're talking 18 to 22, 23. Yeah. Okay. Still, they're young, right? Yeah. When I was when I was 21, 22, I made some of the dumbest decisions of my life. Right. I sure wish I had a mentor who took me by the arm and said, look, <laughs> come here, you knucklehead. Yeah. Right? But so there there is so much. And I think... Let's face it. When you come to the University of Tennessee, you if you don't bleed orange by the time you get here, you're going to by the time you leave. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and I think that's one of the things that's unique about what University of Tennessee is mm-hmm. in that we do create long life lasting relationships. Lady Vol for life. Lady Vol for life. And, you know, we can look around in our community. I can look at people that I work with. Yeah. I, I joke around. One of the guys I work with the most, his name is Keith DeLong. Well, Keith DeLong was a football player. And apparently they made a poster about him. And it said, defense by DeLong or defense <laughs> of DeLong, something like that. Cause somebody, I had another customer who's had one of these posters. And wow. it just, and I'm like, yeah. it, it, and so when you start thinking about it, that's what's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Our our beautiful little area here in East Tennessee, we have so many people who have we have watched on TV, we oh, have yeah. cheered, we have supported in so many ways, yeah. and then turn around and now they're giving back into our communities by building businesses, by contributing, doing nonprofits, and yes. so many multiple multitude of things, much like yourselves, yeah. because uh, you. Now are, I mean, I don't know how many businesses you actually have or are a part of now. Yeah. But, of course, you're a realtor here uh, in town. So how's that going? Oh, it's going great. We love it. I mean, you know, just working to build the business. It's it's something we can take pride in, just kind of like the Lady Ball Booster Club. You know, Terry built this from the ground up, you know, and and at this point she's seeing the the fruits of her labor. You know, we're over 800 members strong now, and so that's what that's what Kingston and I are working on, you know, building the business. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's, uh, I mean, that's what it's about, forging healthy, wonderful, loving, lasting relationships. Definitely. Uh, speaking of that, we hope, I hope our long-lasting, loving relationship is still intact yeah but we are going to take a short break and we're going to come back and kian's going to hang out with us a little bit more um and uh 
And then, well, at the top of the hour, we've got a special guest coming in, Mr. Brian Rice. So, uh, Brian, hope you're careful on your way here. But uh, look forward to talking to you then. We'll be right back here on Around the House with Scott Brokamp, News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. I'm just going to tell you, uh, Camp Kiki is kicking off with a bang. We, I mean, we got a line of people already. I mean, this is just—I mean, this is just amazing. Okay, I'm just going to tell you, uh, camp camp starts at what nine o'clock? Yep. And and it's ten minutes to eight, and we we got a line. There's probably forty people standing in line. Yep. Ready to check in this morning. That. Uh, Love to see it. It's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, Miss Ken Green, former Lady Vol basketball player, current uh, realtor, yes. uh, member and, well, worker for our Lady Vol Booster Club. So, Ken, what other things do you have going on? I know you've got <laughs> tons of things going on. I mean, I'm in school full-time, so getting my Ph.D., uh, writing writing a dissertation currently, um, I'm also a realtor full time with my business partner slash boyfriend Kingston. So yeah, we're building the business. Um, in addition to, we have an investment company, uh, working on real estate investing. So, you know, juggling a lot of things, but, uh, that's life, you know? So here's what I want to know. Okay. I, I'm deviating from our, our questions. Okay. So tell me how has being an athlete how has that impacted you in your growth and is in being so driven to do the multitude of things that you do oh yeah i mean it's the hustle that's that's the that's the common denominator you know it's uh it's working when you don't want to work you know there's there's been a, the countless times that practice is scheduled but i don't feel like going to practice but you know you, you have to work when you don't feel like working otherwise you don't get anything done so um, I think I think that's the main thing is the hustle. The hustle from basketball transfers to a hustle in school, which transfers to a hustle in building this business. So it, it's all a grind. It's all a hustle. It it definitely is, and it's a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication. Oh, and for like sure. you said, a lot of times it's it's going and doing when you don't want to go and do. Yeah. Um. So, what would your advice be? To anybody that's listening, high school athletes yeah. that are wanting to become or be a part of a D1 school or a D1 program, right. what kind of advice would you have for them to try to achieve that dream or goal? Yeah. Well, I come from a team sport, so I would say if you're playing team sports, you have to be a good teammate. Um, it. It matters less what you do on the court if your attitude is bad when you're when you're on the bench, if you're not encouraging your teammates. You know, coaches don't care if you can score 30 points if you're not going to encourage your teammates to, to try to do the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing is you have to be a great teammate, which means 
putting your team before yourself. You know, if you are um, as great a player as you think you are, then you know that you're going to get yours regardless. Right. So that's going to come. So in the meantime, you're going to focus on making sure that everybody else has what they need, that they're encouraged, that they know what they're doing, that they know what play we're running, you know, making sure that everybody else is on the same page because you know what you're doing. Right. Yeah. I, I, I once heard it said that to be a good player – and to become a great player yeah. requires amazing teamwork. Oh, exactly. For you sure. And, and and I know you've seen it. I've seen it. I, I mean, I see it. And it filters all through life, right? I mean, that's what I love about my girls doing sports yeah. is because the life lessons and the things that we learn through doing sports, we have to learn how to lose. Oh, yeah. Right? We have to learn how to help encourage and, and help each other. Mm-hmm. And that in itself, to me, I, I mean. It's huge. I, I love the fact that my girl, like, both of my girls are the same way. But I, I had an experience last past season. My little girl was playing pitcher. There was a throw. Throw to first base. Tagged a little girl running to first base. And she fell down. Yeah. And my daughter was the first kid there to go help yeah, her up, right? it matters. And people are watching. It, it matters and people are watching. They are. It's just like you. Yeah. I mean, people are watching. Yeah. They they see what you have done while you played. Yeah. You had to deal with adversity. Oh, yeah. Tons of adversity while playing, right? Yeah. Uh, how much did you missed what? Almost practically my, your last entire my, season. My two years at Tennessee, basically, I played t- together. It was about three quarters of a season over two years. Yeah. So it was not the know, plan, but you, it worked. I mean, learning, having the tools to get through that oh, yeah. is, is amazing. Uh, you, you just have to be able to do that. Uh, Ken, I know that you need to get going. Uh, you know, Lady Vol boost her mom over here, <laughs> snapping the whip. Um, just before we go, yeah. talk about how being a, a leader and providing inspiration to our youth and to our kids now, tell me how that impacts you and why is that important to you? Oh, it's so important. I mean, uh, growing up, um, I mean, th- and this is special to me because this is part of my dissertation, but women didn't always have the opportunities to compete as we do now. So it's already a great um, honor in and of itself to be able to compete on the same level that we we couldn't always do. But now to be able to encourage the next generation to keep fighting, you know, to, to maintain and get better, you know, to so we can have equitable leagues where, where it does make sense to play professionally right. because we are getting paid, you know. it's it, it all works together. So being able to be in the position that I'm in, travel having traveled the path that I've traveled, I mean, it's my duty to, to reach back and, and pull the others along. You know, that that's my job. Wow. Um, that – that in itself right there, it is my duty, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, I personally, and I try to tell my kids that that is our our life. Our life goal is to leave it better than the way we found oh, it, right? for sure. It's our duty to help these girls go forward. And yeah. uh, listen, Ken, thank you so much for being here with yes, me this morning. thanks for having me. Uh, now it's time to go put in that sweat equity uh, yeah. uh, that I know you know how to do so importantly. But – you know, I, I, I just got to say, I'm so grateful, again, to, to be able to just kind of help out and be a part of this. But if you're listening today, I want you to know this, that our student-athletes, 
they deal with a lot, and they do need your support. They need your support, not just in dollars, but they need your support in mentorship and leadership and in connecting our student-athletes into our communities because they are not just going to graduate and leave. So many of them are staying right here. So um, we are up to the top of the hour break, and we are going to take a short break. When we come back, we will have the voice of the Lady Vols, Mr. Brian Rice, and uh, I don't know. I guess I'll just hand him the microphone, and you know, because he's the pro at this. But anyway, uh, tune back in with us here right after the top of the hour on News Talk ninety-eight-seven WOKI. Well, good morning. Welcome to the second hour of Around the House with Scott Brokamp. We are live at Camp Kiki at CAK, and uh, I'm just going to tell you what, man, the hustle and bustle going on out here is, uh, well, it's kind of insane. I mean, there is I, there was about a line of like probably 30, 40 people, and now I think it's grown to about 100. Um, there, uh, it, It's... Uh, Absolutely amazing what's going on out here. Hey, there's a lot going on this weekend as well, besides Camp Kiki. I know it's hard to believe, but there is. We do have Where's Waldo Scavenger Hunt in downtown Knoxville. Drop in any of the 40 participating stores downtown and search for Waldo, and you might even win a prize. While you're downtown, go visit the Market Square Farmer's Market from 9 to 1. Farm fresh produce and locally handcrafted items available today. Or you can catch Tennessee Smokies in action tonight. Against the Rocket City Trash Pandas. I just love the name of that. I'm just going to tell you. I, I've always just dug the name of that. Uh, that game tonight is at 7 o'clock. Smoky Stadium. Be sure to stay for the fireworks after the game. To check out more of what's going on around town, visit Knoxville.com. That's visit Knoxville.com. So, uh, <clears throat> Vol Network goes back to 1949. Mr. Lindsey Nelson and Edwin Huster, Sr., established a network of radio stations that would carry Vol football across the state of Tennessee. It's a very small fraternity of announcers who get to call themselves the voice of the Vols. Lindsey Nelson, George Mooney, John Ward, Bob Kessling, Mickey Deerstone, and my next guest, Mr. Brian Rice. You know, it was uh, Bob and I talked about this uh, before I went on Vol calls last year. The uh, Almost a year ago today... It's about, I think I was introduced on the 23rd. He said, you know, there's only, including people that have filled in, there's only like four people who have ever done women's basketball games at the University of Tennessee. So it's a pretty small club for you. So, you know, if you didn't feel uh, any pressure before, that uh, <laughs> that does it. Uh, but, you know, what was funny was, and I was, I was telling Glenn Thaxton from the Vol Network this the other day, a lot of people ask me, well, when did it sink in, you know, that you were the voice of the Lady Vols? And, and I didn't have an answer for him because it hadn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sitting in Seattle, 
at our practice day. And Tennessee softball is playing Alabama, and Mickey Deerstone was filling in for me. Wow. And so he does the intro, and he says, this is Mickey Deerstone in for Brian Rice, who is in Seattle with Lady of All Basketball. I was like, well, that did it. I'm sitting in the Climate Pledge Arena listening to it, and that was a pretty big series. And uh, so during the practice day, I just had my earbuds in, and that was the moment. But I didn't have it the whole season because, you know, the first time you do anything, it's kind of like you're filling in on anything. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. sure when you when you took over this show, it's like, well, you filled in before, but is it really mine? Well, somebody's going to tap you on the shoulder. And, it, it, of course, about a month and a half into, the, into doing the basketball games, I came out at halftime, went to the bathroom at halftime, came back out, and Mickey's sitting in my slash his seat. And Steve Early's sitting in Ellen Liston's seat, and I was like, well, I've had a good month and a half run. <laughs> Mickey's decided he's uh, he's not going to sit in the stands anymore. He's coming back. All right, well, I'll go I'll go back and do the scorebook. So. <laughs> well, you know, I, I mean, I guess, you, you know, like you said, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still new of taking over this show. And, you know, I mean, it takes it takes a while to kind of feel like it's – it's my show. Yeah. And, you know, at some point it might sink in. It might get that way. But for now, uh, you know, I, I know what you mean. It just hasn't sunk in yet. But it's it was easy with basketball because the worst thing that somebody's going to say is, well, I liked Mickey better. Well, right. so did I. <laughs> okay, so that makes it easy, one. And, and two, you don't really – you can add some wrinkles to make it yours, but it's not yours. It belongs to the program, it, it belongs does. to the players, it belongs to the fans. You can't ever be bigger than it. Nope. You know, I get a lot of credit for, for building the softball broadcast, what they were, and to, to now where we do at least a streaming broadcast for every game, except when you're in Mexico, there's some issues with, with technology there. But So I get credit for that. It's not mine. It right. belongs to the program. It yep. belongs to the kids, it belongs to the parents, it belongs to the former parents that... Uh, several of our former players come from farming communities. Mm. Chelsea Sagarn in Texas, uh, Megan Gregg in Georgia. Mm. There are still people, despite having no continuing contact with the program, in Thrall, Texas, and just south of Atlanta in Georgia, that listen to every Tennessee softball game on the app while they're out on the tractor in the spring. Mm -hmm. Because that's what they got used to doing. That's what they still do. And, And so through that, these kids get attention the program gets attention and the sport gets attention. Right. And so we're you know, we're here today for softball and that's that's what I tried to do. ESPN with softball made it a thing. Yeah. And people yeah. treated it like it was a big deal because they did. Right. We did the same thing uh, with the broadcast and with the network and when I moved to basketball and, and still do softball when basketball season's over, we made a commitment to keeping those things going because it was important. It, it and it is important and it and it is, you know, so much bigger than anything that either of us have a part of right yeah i mean look it it is it is a huge honor to be the voice of the lady Voss. it is no doubt about it but at the end of the day it still comes down to one thing it comes down to these young kids standing out here in line yeah to take part of and participate in a camp put on by lady Voss. yeah uh, to inspire them and be able to give them those opportunities to learn about why the University of Tennessee is so special. Yeah. And, and to me, it's also about, 
you know, they get to see the, the thing I love most about NIL. Obviously, you get, you know, players are able to finally make some money to do this. Legally. You know, previously, kids could work camps, but you couldn't promote that Kiki Malloy was working your camp. Yeah. She would just be there. You know, you kind of whisper, well, you know, there we got some good. But you couldn't do it. And you had to pay everybody, you know, the same rate you'd pay a high school kid that was working your camp. That wasn't fair. Right. That, But the thing that I like about it the most is, all of these girls in line here today get to interact with real role models for them. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, people who are who are using their sport to help get an education. We we have players that are getting master's degrees. Yeah, you know, Ashley Rollable. Rogers got a master's degree. Aaron Edmondson and Ashley Morgan year before last got MBAs while they're playing mm-hmm. softball. There's so many different things that you can do, but also they get to interact and see how how these players built a team. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of a lot of people think negatively about words like diversity and, and things like that today, but they shouldn't because sport brings people together. Oh, Sports does. and locker rooms are the ultimate thing because no matter what your background is, no matter what anything is in your life about who you are, you've got to come together and be a team. Mm-hmm. And you, you, yeah. you put down those little things, and that, in today's society where we're so broken, we're so separated based on whatever. Yep. When you come to a locker room, none of that – if you let any of that creep in, you're broken. Yeah. And I think that's a great lesson for kids to learn early because they're being pushed apart by so many different things in our society. When you come to sport, it brings you together no matter your background, no matter what's going on, no matter your family life. You can either pull together or you can fail. Yeah. And that's a great lesson for our society because we need more of that because – our society is going to pull together. It's going to fail. And sport yeah. teaches that, and it can start teaching it at six, seven years old, right? Yeah, it, it is. And I mean, and, and I've yelled that from the rooftops about my kids, about how important that is. Because in, in being in situations, as we know, being in team sports and team events, just like in life, a lot of times success or failure is based upon the team effort. Yeah. It's not just one person. You can have the best player in the entire universe. And if, you know, like I I use uh, softball as an example. You can have the best pitcher that has ever walked this earth. But if you don't have a defense behind her or an offense to be able to produce, what good's it doing you? Yeah. You know, it's one person. So learning that camaraderie, I I shared earlier in the first hour, I was was watching uh, the replay of our uh, Little League Softball World Series, the – final for the super regional or the regionals and saw the the loss of Tennessee to North Carolina Mm -hmm. and after that game every single one of those girls they I mean they even knew right they got this special interlock with their arms and and they just all gather together at the pitcher circle and they all share a moment yeah win lose or draw it doesn't matter we're a community and we're a team and and to me that speaks so loudly into the lives of our youth, I, I think. I, I mean, I think every kid should should participate in sports just because of that. Yeah, you you get exposed to people who are different than you, which is oh, important. Yeah, um, it, it's a lot harder to stay in your silo when you have friends who are different than you, yeah. and, and and that's that's part of it. But you come together for a common cause, and and when you're a leader, um, like Kiki, like Ashley Rogers was, a, a team captains. You have to get to know your teammates. You have to get to know the whys of your teammates because you can't approach every player the same. Right. You know, 
you can get in the face of some players and you can't with others. Well, you yeah. need to understand not just who's who, but, but why. Yeah. And and that why is is a life lesson that everybody kind of comes together on. That's right. That's right. Because everybody's got a why. So. Yes. Uh, hey, we are up to a break here. We're going to take a short break, and I'm going to come back and continue speaking with Mr. Brian Rice, the voice of the Lady Vols, right here on. Welcome back to Around the House with Scott Brokamp. We are live on location at Camp Kiki. Camp Kiki, first ever softball camp put on by our one and only Kiki Malloy. And, uh, well, I mean, we're going with the one and only, so we might as well keep it up. <laughs> My guest uh, to wrap up the rest of this segment here is Mr. Brian Rice. Brian, thank you so much for making time in your day to just kind of come out and be a part. And, and I just I do have to say this. Um, you are you're the perfect choice for the Lady of Voice of the Lady of Alls because you are so ingrained in support for our Lady of All programs. It, it's amazing, and you know I know there's been a couple of things I've been a part of event wise, and and it's just it's always been simple. Anytime you've ever been asked, it's like if I'm available, I'm there, and thank you. That's what you got to do. You, you, when you attach yourself to the legacy of of what pat summit started and what joan cronin started then you you have an obligation to to help further that wherever you can you never know who who out here today or who's listening today one day makes a huge impact on the university of tennessee or on women's sports somewhere so you you say yes when you can and uh, get out here and um you know Terry calls me and says, hey, could you possibly? And I typically say yes. <laughs> and uh, you called and said, I, absolutely. So glad to be here. Well, uh, again, we, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift a little bit. Let's, okay. uh, so, I mean, you, you've got everything, Lady Vols. I mean, it has been an absolute amazing time here in Tennessee. Um what are we, uh, all sports two years in a row now? Yeah, the SEC All Sports Trophy, a record finish in the Learfield Directors Cup this year. Uh, top 10 is just incredible. I mean, the list goes on, right? And for you to be a part of that and to come in at, at where you're at now, what's what's that like, man? How, how, how does that, I mean, obviously it helps you in what you do in, in a multitude of things, but just... How does that change your attitude, your enthusiasm, when you're calling a game or when you're doing your shows? It, it helps with the positivity of it because I did. I, I worked in the department for two years when things were going okay but not, not great. Um, I've done the radio show when things were really not doing great. There's a famous picture of me with my head down on the table after uh, on John Curry got fired Friday back in, uh, back in 2017. But – what I've seen happen is, and it didn't happen overnight. Danny White gets a lot of credit for what he's done, for rightly so, for the last couple of years. Yeah. But outside of football, there was a really good base that had been built up, mm-hmm. starting with John Curry, yeah. who fixed a lot of errors that had been made over the years before that. And then Phil Fulmer and his staff built a lot of the athletics department 
to the point where when Danny White takes over, he can focus on fixing football. Mm. And, you know, we're here at a Lady Vol camp, and I'm telling you, when the football program is successful, mm. you're making money, yeah. your donors are excited for yeah. every other sport, yeah. and you have the ability to elevate all your other sports. And so when, when your athletics director saying, man, I've got great people, I've got great coverage, everything's rolling. I'm going to focus on fixing this because when this gets rolling, everything's going to take off, and that's exactly what's happened. Well, and, and I mean, and, and you look just across the board, our whole entire athletics department is is on fire. I yeah. mean, it just is. And, yes, I mean, our football program, it, it does. It, it's kind of like the leader of the charge, right? And and when those when things are going good there, when there's excitement there, it creates an overflow of buzz. But I'm just going to tell you, these ladies that are going to be out here in this field today, look, they they create a lot of their own sparks. Oh, for sure. And, and just like in so many of our other areas, I mean, you look at what we've done in the tennis team, the rowing team, the volleyball team, the soccer team. I mean, it just goes on and on and on yeah. and on and on, right? And I, I know uh, I, I did not grow up here, and what – my thought of Tennessee was was Tennessee was a men's basketball school. I mean, that was my thought of, yeah. of Tennessee. And I was quickly <coughs> corrected that <laughs> that's not what Tennessee is, right? It's a it, little bit of everything. It, and, it, and it is. And it, uh, to me, just, I love that, right? Yeah. I love the fact that, because, of course, we can go to all of our other <clears throat> our other fans of other places, which I don't know why you'd be, but anyway, and let them know that, hey, by the way, there is more than one sport. We could have done an SEC Network takeover Tennessee Day just on wins over Alabama, and that would have uh, <laughs> that would have satisfied everybody, I think. You know, between football, men's basketball, women's basketball, softball uh, four times, yep. three, uh, two in the regular season, one in the SEC tournament yep. on a fantastic play, and then uh, – Highlight of my sports year might have been the NCAA playing Dixie Lane Delight after we beat them in the World mm-hmm. Series. So uh, you had a lot of fun. You had a lot of things. But it, it, when you have trouble picking your favorite sports moment of the year, that's when you know you've had a pretty special mm-hmm. season as an athletics department as a whole. And it, you mentioned the spark that, that the Lady Vol softball program creates. I was amazed how many places we traveled with Lady Vol basketball where fans, you know, they're talking about that. They're like, you're still going to do softball, right? We still enjoy, We always enjoy softball. And this program has taken that step to where mm-hmm. it generates its own buzz, but it gets a lot more buzz when everybody else is rolling because you don't get any right. fatigue. Yeah, that's right. You know, I mean, look, hey, sports people like me, I want, I want to, I want to see a sport all year long, right? So it, it's and it's everybody wants to win. Yeah, I mean, we just everybody wants to win, and it's it's so much easier when when you're you're rooting for a winning team. Yep. you know, so. Uh, you know, even though it's important to know how to lose, we don't like to lose. We don't want to lose, but it is what it is, right? Yep. So, uh, Brian, out of, out of all the Lady of All sports that we have been through, especially this year in particular, what what is that number one moment besides Dixieland Delight at the World Series? You know, winning the SEC tournament. The regular season is awesome because I think the regular season is a much bigger accomplishment than winning the tournament. But you don't necessarily have that penultimate moment because we beat South Carolina to seal it, and then you had to come out and play the next day. Yeah. Um, 
winning the SEC tournament and just how special that is again. Everybody there together. I kind of felt bad for South Carolina. They had to watch us celebrate uh, in back-to-back weeks. And then the comeback over LSU in the SEC women's basketball tournament. You didn't get to finish the drill against South Carolina the next day, but to beat the eventual national champion in comeback fashion, the way they were talking with Kim, anytime you can beat uh, their head coach, mm-hmm. you're you're feeling good about it. Uh, but that was a fun game to broadcast. It was a fun game to do. It was a fun thing to be a part of, and hopefully, uh, there's many more of those to come. Yeah, we uh, we definitely are looking forward to that. That uh, that was that was just amazing. I mean, it was just amazing. So uh, to be able to to watch and listen uh, and to know how hard that our girls came out and it and it comes back to what we talked about previously. I'm sure there was some locker room talk mm-hmm. and and girls knowing what make each other click and knowing what makes each other motivated and and inspired and that comes back to the core base of man what we've been talking about and why we're here and that is creating that core underlayment of knowing how to work together as a team. And it meant just being able to pull it out is that is uh, probably the number one thing that I love about just sports in general. And it helps when you have somebody like uh, Kiki Malloy there that uh, is the leader, is the leadoff hitter, and uh, is who you want uh, chasing things down in center field too. Yeah, I know absolutely. All right, Brian. Before we go to uh, to break, real quick. Uh, final words. What what would you say? What is the most important thing about being in your position as the voice of the Lady Vols? Preparation, loving to prep for games as much as you love doing them, and that I mean that carries over to a lot of different careers. But um, you have to love getting ready for the game and getting everything drawn up, and and realizing also another lesson for any business. You're only going to use 30, 40% of the preparation at best. If you're doing it right, you're not going to you're going to leave more than half of the prep you did on the sideline. Right. And that's I'm sure in your business in in the radio business doing the show every day, anything that you do, if you don't leave more than half of the prep work you've done behind, then you didn't do enough prep work. That's right. And so that's that's one thing that I really enjoy about it. And uh, just having that connection to the fans and being ready uh, to to be their eyes and their ears uh, when I can, but when I can be somewhere they can't. Let's go! I can't wait to do it. Uh, Lady Vol basketball starting here uh, end of October, first of November, and then uh, softball. Uh, it'll start in February, and I'll be back on uh, patrol. Whenever basketball's done. <laughs> yep. Well, Brian, thank you again so much for joining us. And I know you have uh, another remote that <laughs> you have to go to. So uh, I, yeah, I, I know. Uh, I, I just want you to know, man, from the bottom of my heart, I cannot thank you enough for being willing to shift around some things to get here this morning. So thank you. Appreciate the opportunity. Appreciate what you and uh, his security do for uh, the Lady Vols Booster Club as well, because. Things like this can't happen without uh, without the partners of the Booster Club. Yeah, thank you, thank you. We are going to take a break here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI.
Welcome back to Around the House with Scott Brokamp. I am, uh, well, man, I, I'm just going to tell you what. I haven't, I have not had such honorable guests in a long time here on uh, Around the House. Uh, <clears throat> Mr. Brian Rice was just here with us, but uh, right now we have Miss Kiki Malloy. Hello. How are great. you doing? Doing good, doing good. We have a bunch of campers out here, so I'm excited. Yeah, so tell me. What are all these campers about? What is all this about, and why is this so important to you? Yeah, so um, the Lady Vol Booster Club, and then some of the Lady Vols are out here, and we're running Camp Kiki, and, you know, they, they definitely showed out, the campers did. Um, but, yeah, we're just going to be out here for a couple hours, just have some fun, hopefully teach some girls some things. But, again, like I said, we're going to have fun and just interact with them. Well, Having fun is like number one key essential in softball. Right. That's that's what we teach our girls. Yeah. Like, we're going to have fun. Mm-hmm. But we're going to work hard, right? Exactly. And we're going to learn. And let's face it, um, I mean, this is an amazing opportunity for these girls to learn from, quite frankly, the best. Yeah. And so you have assembled some of your, your pals. Yeah. So who, who do we have out here besides, obviously, you? Okay, so we have, um, we have Peyton. Uh, Riley, Jackie, Carlin, uh, other Riley, so Riley West and Riley White. We have Dez, Boo, um, Taylor, Katie, and Jam. We're missing Zeta, but, um, yeah. yeah, but we have some, some good girls out here. We, we do, we do. We, I, and y'all are amazing. You're just, you're just so amazing. I love the fact that, uh, all of you girls are just so humble and, and so, <laughs> cognizant about who you are and what you do and what you represent Mm -hmm. and and you understand the role that you play as being mentors and role models to all these what 175 girls that we have out here on the field right now yeah i mean we were all there once we were all that little girl that watched college softball and had the opportunity to meet a college player and was just starstruck so um being on the other side of that now and being able to give back and just, again, spend some time with them, that's the biggest thing. Like, they could care less if they really learn anything. They just want to spend some time <laughs> with us today. Um, but, you know, we're going to be good coaches and teach them stuff. Yeah, well, and, and you're, you're right. They, <laughs> they, they just want to come hang out, which I, I get that, right? I, I, get yeah. it. I mean, who wouldn't want to hang out with the leading home run hitter and uh, for all of D1 schools, mm-hmm. um, how does that feel? You, you've had so many amazing accomplishments yeah. this year. Uh, it's kind of crazy, like, once I got to that point to know that, like, I was there. Because during the season, like, I never really think about it. Like, there was maybe one time where someone had mentioned that I could be, like, the single season record holder for Tennessee softball. And I was like, oh, really? I didn't know I was even that close to it. But um, – I try not to think about things like that, but it just shows how much hard work I put in uh, every day. But just keeping that consistent mindset and not getting too high and getting too low with it. Yeah. Well, and at one point, we were. it was actually at Sherry Parker Lee, <laughs> and there was um, – and, and I do not recall the, the other ladies' names, yeah. but then we had um, the, the other – there was a three-way tie. You, yeah. the um, gal from Indiana, I believe, mm-hmm. and then also from Florida. Uh, Louisville, yeah. Or was it Louisville? Okay, yeah. yes. And and so – and it kind of battled, right? Because yeah. And, and, but it, it ended. 
It did. It ended right there yeah. on our field. How did that feel for you? <laughs> it was kind of crazy that they literally put all of the home run leaders in one regional, but um, it was good so we could knock them out. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I got to say is uh, I was happy to be able to be on site and witness it firsthand. Right. <laughs> I loved it. It was amazing. Um, so, you know, out of all the accolades from this season in particular, tell me, what what is the one that means the most to you? Mm. That's interesting. Um, I think probably is like just depends. Are you talking about softball wise or anything? Uh, anything. I mean, because you you had yeah. of course softball, right? So we had home run hitter. Mm-hmm. You were, uh, I mean, MVP, um, and then you all um, all American. You played on USA team, right? So, but then there was also academics and yeah. the torchbearer. So, through all of these accolades that you yeah. have accomplished this year, is there one that really means the most to you? It was probably my torchbearer. I, I cried. I cried when I got that just because um, softball is one thing, and I've been playing softball my entire life, and I have very high expectations for myself in that aspect of life. So, when I achieve things, yeah, that's great, and I know that I've worked super hard for that, but knowing that I have done something outside of softball mm. and my time here at Tennessee is not just been a softball player. Like, I'm not just defined by softball. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of athletes, especially young athletes, can get caught in softball is, like, what I am. Softball is who I am. And just knowing that I have done something to affect my community outside of softball, that is so big to me. So, yeah, probably my torchbearer. That uh... – well, I, to me, I, I think I, I mean I will agree. Yeah, that is to me is one of the this is one of the highest honors, mm-hmm. right? Highest honors you can receive here at Tennessee yeah. as an athlete in particular. So, just knowing that that accomplishment and, and what little bit I know of you, you know, we've worked a few events mm-hmm. and and have been able to to participate in a few things. Just your demeanor and and how humble that you are as a person and. And knowing that that's awesome, right? Yeah. But I've seen you with these kids, <laughs> okay? And I'm just going to tell you, the passion that, that Terry has mm-hmm. for Our Lady of All student-athletes, you have that passion for these kids. <laughs> yeah. And and I think that is amazing. Of course, my kids love you to death. <laughs> and 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 I, I got to speak with your dad a little bit um, through some tournaments yeah. and, and learned – uh, and we were talking about names because, mm-hmm. of course, my daughter is Kira, mm-hmm. and her friends at school nicknamed her Kiki yeah. because <laughs> it was just easy, right? No, no correlation, right? But uh, through talking with your dad, one of the things that came out was one of the names that we looked at for my daughter was Kiara, yeah. <laughs> and so, just you know, right? So, just so interesting. It's just so neat. Uh, mm-hmm. it, your dad's such an amazing man. What was it like having? The mentorship from your parents through your career. Yeah, I mean, it would it helped having the parents that I had. I mean, obviously, it wasn't easy having two very high level athletes in the house. Like, you could never <laughs> take a day off. Like, you were going to be great at whatever you did. Doesn't matter if it was sports or you know book club, whatever it was. Like, you were going to be the best. Um, but that really helped with my transition from like high school to college because they had already been talking the way that like my college coaches were they had already expected me to do the things that my college coaches had expected me to do obviously it was hard like 
going into college, like, it's different. You're away from home. Yeah. But they kind of set up that foundation so that I was successful when I first came in. That's that's amazing. It, your dad is hilarious, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know that. Uh, definitely hilarious, man. Uh, so I, I know that you've got, like, you got like four minutes before you have to go kick this camp off. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. So before you go, two things: why, why Camp Kiki? Really? Because I know that you know I got the call and said, "Hey, Kiki said that she wants to do this camp and yeah. it's important to her." Why? Uh, I mean, I was kind of impartial, or I was kind of like, "Do I really want to name it Camp Kiki?" Because like all of these girls out here. All of my teammates that are helping coach this camp, like, it's as much of their camp as it is mine, you sure. know? And I know that one of them is going to have their name on the camp after, but um, these are the young girls that come to our games. They're the young girls that support us and are one day going to be in our position. And I think just giving back to them and setting that platform for them and being that person that can kind of guide them in some way for them to do this possibly in their future, um, I think is really important for us. Yeah. And, and, and again, I just, just the aspect of, and as you have had so much along the way, Mm -hmm. the mentorship of other athletes of those, those athletes you've looked up to Mm -hmm. being able to participate and take part in those events. Yeah. I know just like I see it in my kids' lives, Mm -hmm. right? It's, it's so amazing that they have that opportunity to take part in. So, uh, thank you so much for that. Last thing I want to know, for all of our listeners out there, in your opinion, in your words, why is it important that they become members and support Our Lady of All Boost Her Club? Um, I think you're definitely seeing a shift in women's athletics. There's, yeah. a gain a lot, there's a lot more viewership, and we want to not only have that viewership in college for all of the sports, which, you know, there's only a couple sports that get the same viewership as, like, the men's sports, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and a lot of that comes from winning, you know? Like, you have to be out there. But we also have, like, all of our other teams that are winning that don't get as many fans and don't get as many, um, as like, exposure as, like, our men's sports. And then, especially for us, like, softball, um, growing that in college will help grow our professional sport so all of the you know women that you watched in college and loved and all of the girls that your young girls were watching and loved like they are going to go on and play professionally and we need to grow that so that they can watch that um and joining the lady ball booster club like that's just part of it like that's just part of growing women's Mm -hmm. athletics you know um we compete we go out there we go hard we have the same passion same drive as the men do and you know, we should be rewarded for that as well. Yeah, and and, and as a dad of two little girls, I might right. even challenge you to say maybe even more. <laughs> so, well, Kiki, thank you. A, I, I am just I'm honored to be able to take part and and just play a small part in helping you right. with Camp Kiki. Yeah. Um, and thank you for taking a little bit of time this morning. We, you know, <clears throat> boost her mom over there. She, exactly. She granted us a yeah. little bit of space. I mean, I don't want to go too far. I'll get in trouble. Yeah. I mean, you see, like, with the Lady Vault Booster Club, like, it's not just about NIL. It's not just about paying the athletes. We have this camp because, like, we're giving back to the community. Yeah. So that's, like, what the Lady Vault Booster Club is about. It's not just about paying the athletes. It's about 
hosting events like this. And we had, we're lucky to, um, we provided eight girls to come to this camp, like for free. And you don't see that with any of these other NIL clubs. No, no, you don't. It, it, it's amazing. So thank you. Yeah. Uh, good luck. (laughs) I'm going to be out here sweating with you today. Yeah, you better be. So it's, uh, it's going to be an amazing camp and we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Here on Around the House with Scott Brokamp on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. All right, well, welcome back to Around the House on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. I am Scott Brokamp, your host, and uh, holy cow. Man, I'm just going to tell you what. um, What a morning, what a whirlwind it has been. Uh, I hope that everybody has enjoyed our opportunity to broadcast live from Camp Kiki. Um, I I know this this is a little bit different than what we normally do um but this is a part of our 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 opportunities to give back to our communities and and i'm just going to tell you if y'all could see i'm going to take a p- the picture of this and i'm going to post it out on our facebook page um you can find our facebook page around the house with scott Rowe camp and the field right now is I'm, I'm trying to get my phone i mean i can't even get all these kids in in this picture right now um the field is full of kids of lady vols they've got them in groups they're talking to each and every one of these kids and these kids are ranging anywhere from six to uh 13 out here today and i, I just want you to know one of the things that i enjoy more than anything is to be able to help inspire empower our youth and being a dad of two girls i guess uh in in particular little girls um riley i I know you're in the studio there buddy thank you so much for for driving the bus from over there um i know you you do a lot with our sister station wnml uh what tell me what have you seen and ladies sports just in the past couple of years uh, as you have been more and more involved with it. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you know, you all have been mentioning it all, you know, all morning long how well the basketball team and the softball team did this year. You know, basketball going to the Sweet 16, finals of the SEC tournament, and, of course, softball having their great great season uh, win or two wins away from the Women's College World Series. So, you know, it's it's incredible to see – the just the respect that they garner from just this community itself and just the amazing athletes that are on Tennessee's campus for women's sports. 
Yeah, it, I, I mean, it is. It's amazing in in the mentorship of the programs that the University of Tennessee have. Is I, I mean, I'm just hands down is is some of the most absolute uh, encouragement and and just support that really that that I have really seen ever. Now I know you. You get to join. In fact, you'll be uh, working with Brian here uh, a little later today. Is that right, Ryan? Yeah, that's correct. Me and Brian will be doing a remote at Dick's House of Sports. Um, East Tennessee Children's Hospital is doing a special out there for kids from 10 to 2, and our show will be from 10 to noon on our sister station, 99.1, The Sports Animal. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And and I've I've had the joy of listening to uh, you and Brian together. And uh, I'm just going to tell you, if you're listening this morning, if you've got the radio on, put it on the sports animal. (laughs) Listen to Brian and Riley because not only – I mean, Brian is very inspirational, but uh, the two of them together, they are a hoot, uh, which is why I am so happy that I get to work with Riley in the mornings as well. Uh, and of course, obviously, uh, Mr. Chris Bernard, who's out here with me this morning. Um, you know, as when I spoke with Terry Holder, the uh, founder and CEO of Our Lady of All Booster Club, one of the things that she said, listen, we are on location at CAK uh, out here on Academy Drive. If you want to know what the Lady of All Booster Club is all about, do you want to know what the buzz is? Do you want to know what our student athletes are doing? Do you want to see live in action this at work? This is a great opportunity. Yeah, the camp's full, but there are, well, okay, maybe there's not a whole lot. There are a few seats left in the stands. Um, Of course, our parents are, are here with their kids, but this is an awesome opportunity. It's an open event. Come out. Come out and see what Our Lady of All Booster Club is doing. Come out and see what Our Lady of All student-athletes are doing. Because I just want you to know, this could not happen if we did not have simply amazing student-athletes who not only just for the fact of being able to participate and do this camp and, you know, do their part, each and every one of these ladies out here on this field today – to have a passion for, as Kiki or Kean Green said, have a duty to pass on that passion, that desire, that need to the youth and to the younger generation to just excel and to be able to be more prepared and better prepared for what life is going to throw at us. And and I'm just going to tell you that right there. That's what makes all of this worth all the effort. Um, I'm proud that my company, His Security and Technology, is a corporate sponsor of the Lady of All Booster Club. And, yes, I am a a girl dad, and I love that. That is amazing in itself. But I'm just telling you, my girls are getting so much inspiration and so much leadership from being able to take part in these events – by them being able to see how their mentors in playing softball, how they behave and how they act and how they're supporting each other. Um, you know, I, I was mentioning in our last segment, I had an opportunity to 
speak with and meet Kiki Malloy's dad, who was a, uh, I think, Riley, I don't know, you may remember, I think he, he played for the New England Patriots, and it was for like seven years, um, or, or it may even be longer. But at any rate, he met my daughter, and the very first words out of his mouth to my daughter was, you go on, girl. You do the best that you can do, and I will be your best cheerleader. And those words coming from him, from a man I'd never met before, had never met my daughter, that inspiration. And that is what the Lady Vol Booster Club is all about. We want each and every one of these kids to know that we will be your cheerleader. I, I hope that y'all have enjoyed our show this morning. I know, again, it's a little bit different, uh, but the opportunity just to be out here and be a part into our community is is really what we're all about and what we want to make sure that we continue to do to support our community right here in East Tennessee. And, well, I'm just blessed to be able to do it with these amazing Lady Vols. So thank you again for joining us. If you missed part of today's show and you want to listen to it again, there is a link uh, of the replay on my website. Just go to hissecurity.com and click on the ATH radio tab to find recordings of all of our shows. Thank you for tuning in today as we broadcast live from Camp Kiki on the campus of CAK. Uh, go uh, go to our Lady Vol Booster Club Go to ladyvolboostherclub.com and find out more on how you can support women's athletics at the University of Tennessee. Around the House is produced by News Talk 987 with guest coordination services from B Media Savvy. Have a great, great Saturday, and I hope that you enjoy some quality time around the house today. <laughs>